Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Finland's flagship airline, Finnair, has just announced it's now weighing their passengers, not just the luggage. Now, Finnair said the weigh-ins are voluntary at the moment and anonymous, and it will help ensure the airline does not exceed the set maximum weight for takeoff. <laughs> that sounds funny in a sense. You're too big. Get up. We can't take off. Get off the plane. Anyway, volunteer passengers will be weighed with a carry-on baggage and only the customer service agent working at the measuring point will be able to see the total weight. The collected data will not be linked in any way to the passenger's personal detail, according to the airline. The voluntary weigh-ins have started taking place at the departure gates at Helsinki Airport. Now, as far as I know, they're already doing this in an airline in the United States as well. And the weight of the aircraft includes the weight of the plane itself, I suppose, the fuel, checked baggage and cargo on board, catering, water tanks, the passengers, because obviously there's a limit to what the Civil Aviation Authority deem necessary for a plane to actually take off the ground. It, you know, it can't be an unlimited weight. That's why, of course, you're told you can only bring sort of 22 kilograms in your baggage. The alternative option is for airlines to either use their own measurements or standard weights defined by the Euro- European Aviation Authority. Since 2018, Finnair have used the average weights determined by its own measurements, but the authorities require these figures to be updated every five years because, of course, the population changes. You know, we get bigger, we get smaller. The popula- I mean, if you look at the population now compared to the population, say, 30 years ago, we're definitely bigger, we're heavier. And there is no doubt people were talking when they hear the story today, and I'm sure the cogs in Michael O'Leary's brain were turning and working overtime about how he could make money out of this. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Anyway, but being serious... It does open up a whole conversation about the fairness of the system. I mean, if the fare was calculated based on total weight and how many passengers and luggage a plane can carry, well, then the argument surely is that the more of that total that you use and the bigger share you use, the more money it would cost, according to some experts. But that's exactly the conversation that have been happening in the media today. And you can just bet that's what will happen as we enter a world that has become more commercial and we're just commodities. So is it fair? And let me give you an example. If we use the average person of 13 stone, and I'm using stone because that's something I'm familiar with rather than kilograms, and it's probably you are too. So the Aviation Authority would set the average person's weight every five years. So let's just say it's 13 stone, and you're charged 130 euro for your flight. Well, then they're, they're working it out at 10 euro a stone. So if you're a child and you're only two stone, well, then you should only pay 20 euro. But if you're a larger person and you're 25 stone, should you pay 250 euro? That means you're, way, you're, you know, you're balancing it all out and everybody's paying their share of how much fuel the plane is using. But would that be fair? Now, some people would say it is fair. And I know in America, certain airlines would charge individuals who are very big for two seats. If you can't sit between the two, you know, if you have to lift the rail up and you can't sit between it without lifting the rail up, some airlines are charging you for two seats. I think that's a bit insulting to people because some people, unfortunately, can't help... Uh, you know, the weight that they are. Some people have conditions that forces them to be a certain weight. And I think that's a little bit unfair and it's probably discrimination to some degree. But I want to ask you, would it be fair to be charged for your weight? How would you feel about it? So, in other words, if you're under 13 stone, let's say, and we're taking 13 as the average, it could be a little bit higher than that. We're taking that as the average. Do you think it'd be fair that you get a discount if you're under 13 stone? I can see everybody losing weight before the holidays. Or do you think it would be a fairer system just to charge everybody the same fee? What do you think is the best way to do things? And how do you feel about Finnair weighing people? 
Let me know. The number, by the way, as usual, is 087-188-0008. You can WhatsApp it if you want. Now, let me go to Morris. Morris, hi. How are you? Niall, how are things? All right. Good. Morris, I mean, weighing people at the airport. How would you feel if you walked into Dublin Airport and they got you to stand on the weighing scales before you get on? I'm like, ah, you put on a few pounds there, Morris. That's an extra tenner. Yeah, uh, I don't think I'd be like to be treated like a bit of meat in a, in a butcher's, in a weighing scales. Uh, you're a human being. And regardless mm. of weight, if I have the money to fly in a plane, I should be able to fly. You know, I know I've seen programs where really obese people and watch the program once on my 600 pound life. And she had to get on a plane to go and get a gastric band and they sold her three seats. Right. You know, that's a really big person. Obviously, it was America. But uh, I think Finnair, people should uh, boycott them and teach them a lesson that you can't treat people. If there's nothing... In well, now, the to, to be fair to Finnair, they're saying at the moment it's voluntary at the moment. Yeah. What's the reasoning behind it? Is it anything to do with aviation uh, safety? No. It's just a, well, well, it is to some degree. Well, no, it, it is to some degree. The Civil Aviation Authority have set an average weight, which is calculated every five years of the population. So, in other words, when, mm. when they're doing what they call the pack for the plane, I think it's called the pack, yeah. which is you know what the captain needs to know the weight on yeah. the plane before he takes the off. The weight and the fuel. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, because he has to know how fast he has to go up the runway, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, so when they're doing all that, they take a mm. more they take into consideration the average weight of a baggage is twenty two kilograms, because as you know, that's as much as you can mm. bring on a plane. Or, and the average weight of a person, they, for example, could be 13 or 14 stone. So, you know, that's mm. the average. So, I mean, that usually balances out because you're going to have people who are 20 stone and then you'll have kids who are only two stone. So it usually averages out. But sometimes it doesn't yeah. average out and they can have difficulty getting off the ground. I understand that. Now, yeah, there's only been, there's only been one case of a plane crashing because there was too much weight on it, as far as I know. And yeah. that was a small, light aircraft. Well, now, I heard of a jumbo jet now that took off from somewhere in America. And it was behind a jet that went in front of us that was overweight, and the turbulence left behind it made that plane crash and kill everybody on board. Mm, right. You know, but yeah. yeah, that's what happened. But uh, there, there was something on one of your shows a, a few years back about uh, um, an airplane, an airliner uh, down in the southern hemisphere, down around Fiji, Samoa, all around there. And they were charging people because they're big people. The Hawaiian people and the people that Maoris, they're all very large people, really, really big people. It's just their DNA. And the airlines start charging them by weight. Mm. And they stop using the airline and they reverse the decision. But to me, it's just another company fat-shaming people. That's all they seem to be going about is fat-shaming people. I seen Michael O'Leary on the news tonight and they were interviewing him on his farm with his cows and he says, how are you getting on? Oh, I'll have to charge the passengers more to pay for me cows. <laughs> He's a millionaire. Both, uh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure when Michael O'Leary heard this story today, the cogs in his brain were turning as to how he could make money yeah. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine he considered planes where you could stand up and hold a handrail. I, that was, I, I, I think, yeah. but you know, I think he, Michael O'Leary loves press, as you well know. And I remember yeah. Michael O'Leary, every week on the show, we had a story. We could nearly do a story on Michael O'Leary. There was one stage he said he was going to remove the toilets to make room for more seats. There was another stage there he said go. he was going to have pay-per-view porn on the, the screens in front of you. And there was another yeah. stage he talked about removing seats and people could stand. I remember that story as well. That's right, yeah. That I don't believe well. that was ever yeah. the case. He's just looking for publicity. Yeah, no, all publicity is good publicity, I suppose. You know? So they but, say, um, I, think, yeah. I think it's a bad idea. I think, I think you're giving people an inferiority complex because everybody be looking at you, oh, wow, well, look at that. Did you hear the Wayne Scales going ding, ding, ding when she stood on? Yeah. And then the Wayne Scales turn around and says, please put your tube fee on the scale. 
<laughs> have you heard that one yeah, before? I have, no? Yeah, I've heard that. But they are <laughs> yeah, doing this. They're doing it right now in Helsinki Air in Helsinki Airport. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, being the type of person I am, I would, uh, I would not support that airline. I wouldn't fly on them. If I had to get a train, a boat, or a plane somewhere else, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't entertain them whatsoever. Anybody that makes people feel bad about how they are or how they look is not a company I'd want to do business with. So don't be shaming people. Get on with it and do your job properly. And buy bigger planes if you need bigger planes. Okay, thanks for that, Morris. Let me go to Colm. Colm, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you tonight? Good, Colm. And now I'm going to go to Breed in a second, who does work for Erlingus, by the way, but so she knows a bit about the aviation end of it. But, uh, Colm, do you think, is there anything good about this? Anything good about this at all? I mean, it means that those who are lighter might pay less, by the way. I think it's a, it's a crazy idea, to be honest with you. Like it, I'd be like the, the man who was just speaking there. I'd buy cars as well. There's no way. Like that's, that's basically what he's saying is fat shaming people. I know a lady that um, actually got on an Irish plane and um, she had to pay for two seats because she was obese. And it was very embarrassing for the lady. And a nice lady too. But like I can remember that. I remember like people laughing about it and things. But I don't think it's funny. Like, when you when you say fat really shaming, you know they they'll claim it's because of safety regulations, right? Say for example, you go to Tato Park, right, to get on the roller yeah. coaster, and you're too big to fit, and you can't pull down the safety bar. Well, you're not allowed on it, and and you could argue, well, that's discrimination that you're not letting me on it. And they go, well, no. actually, no, it's not discrimination. It's just that it's for health and safety. You can't get on it because we can't pull down the bar. It's the same with the airline. Yeah. They're saying, you know, if everybody got on the plane was over the average weight, the plane wouldn't take off. Yeah, I can see the point there. I can see the point there, but like charging people extra, make bigger planes, you know, mm. or else put lesser people on the planes. But like, I have more planes, do you know what I mean? But like, see, they have to every five years they reassess these things because, and the aviation authority, the civil aviation authority reassess it because the weight of the population increases or decreases, as the case may be. At the moment, it's increasing, obviously. And also, by the way, people's weight, uh, this was a statistic from most of the airlines, of the heart, the, the charter airlines that go on holidays to Ibiza and Spain and places like that, they'll notice that although they have the same passengers coming back on the same flight on the way back two weeks later or a week later, they're actually heavier because they're yeah. eating more when they're on the holidays. <laughs> so on average, they're a couple of pounds heavier each. And that, and that costs money, I suppose, for the plane. You know, now it also causes problems if there's too many people who are too big on the plane, but it costs money because it uses more fuel as far as they're concerned. Now, I'm not yeah, defending I their think, idea, by the way. I'm just saying that that's the logic behind it. I think that um, they're, they're trying to just charge for everything, though. Everything seems to be inflating, and I think they're just looking for things to pick. Mm. You know, like it's, it seems to me like even nowadays, like even if you drive or like everything is seems to be going up, like all all all, all prices everywhere just seem to go up. Yeah, any excuse to charge you more money. Yeah, I know. Any excuse, I think that's what it is. It's just a, a thing to get money out of people. Like I seriously boycott that. I wouldn't have anything. Like thank God, I'm only eleven stone or tip twelve every now and again and go down to it. You know, I've I've been twelve stone since I'm sixteen years of age. I haven't I haven't changed. <laughs> But, but stay there, Colin. Let me go to Breda because she's more familiar with the airline, the aviation industry, because she works for them. Uh, Breda, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Yeah, I want to establish, by the way, it's not Aer Lingus that are doing this, it's Finnair that are doing it. At the moment, it's voluntary and anonymous. So, yeah, but, 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 but what I don't like about your last two callers is there's nobody fat shaming anybody. 
if you if you are morbidly obese and you can't sit in the seat that's been assigned to you, you have to buy a second seat because you can't fit in. Mm. And the armrest has to be down between passengers for takeoff and for landing. It's part of the safety procedures. So if you can't follow the safety procedures that you agree to when you agree your your the terms and conditions terms when you buy the tickets, safety, yeah. Then then you 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 know you you can't your your safety cannot be guaranteed, and we can't let somebody fly in a flight if we can't be gar- gar- look after their safety from A to B. Mm. And not only that, yeah, if you if you have if you have one half of your your bum sitting on a seat and you're on the aisle seat say, and the other half of you is out into the aisle. You're impeding people from being able to get out if there was an emergency evacuation. You're impeding crew from being able to do their job, getting up and down the aisle to do the service and everything else. Like it's, it's nobody fat shaming anybody, but you have to you have to be realistic. If you can't fit into a normal seat, then you have to buy two seats. I was on an airline once, going back years ago. I can't remember which airline it was. It was I think it was an Irish one anyway. But um, there was very few people on the plane. When I say very few, it was only about half full, right? Yeah, and, and that's perfect. If you have that, it's not a problem. Yeah, and it was, about, it was about half full. And the, all of a sudden, the cabin crew started going around and selecting people to move to the back of the plane. Now, yeah, that's I, for trim. Oh, what's it for? That's for the, that's, it's for the trim of the aircraft. So it's to make sure the weight balance is correct for takeoff and for that. Yeah, and, she, and so, she did seem to be purposely picking people who were a bit larger, let me just say. I don't know. Maybe she was told. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt that, Niall, because if we're moving people, I wouldn't be. I don't. I, I just ask people, would you mind moving to this seat for me? And they can move around during the flight, but they go back to that seat for landing again. That's just for the trim of the aircraft to make sure that the balance is correct for takeoff and for landing, not for any other reason. Again, it's a safety procedure. Okay, th- getting back to Finnair. So the reason they're doing it is that every five years, the Civil Aviation Authority updates their regulations around the average weight of a passenger. And right. obviously the passengers, you know, the population of the world is increasing in weight, not decreasing. So they have yeah. to obviously keep looking at that and checking that because obviously the aircraft is only capable of taking a certain amount of weight with baggage, cargo, water tanks, food, passengers. Everything has to be added up together for the total weight. So if passengers are too heavy, well, then there's a problem. And that's why they want to bring this in, I suppose. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I haven't seen the, the, the document in relation to thin air. But I mean, you know, th- at the end of the day, the whole the whole thing from getting uh, taken off to landing is to get you safely there. And if, if, if procedures have to be changed to do that, then they have to be changed to do that. You know, and nobody like we've had people that, you know, we've had to try and facilitate with two seats and stuff. But I've had flights where I couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, and it's it's. it's I'm, I, I would be very discreet about everything. I would never, you know, I'd always... And it's Is that an awkward conversation, by the way, Breedy? If you have to go to somebody who's a little bit large and say, listen, unfortunately, I can't leave you sitting here because there's somebody sitting beside you. You can't put down the armrest. Can I move you somewhere else? Is that an awkward conversation? Yeah, but what I would normally try and do is move the people beside them rather than do that. You know, like I, I would... I would try and minimise it as much because they're aware that that there's a situation. They know themselves getting on the aircraft. So mm. I can't understand if people want to travel, you know, and you know that you're not going to fit into the seat. Why don't you just buy two seats to begin with? You know. Well, that could be expensive. Well, I mean, depending on where you're going. No, I know that. But like, if you can't fit, as I said to you before, if you are half of you is, is, is half of you is out in the aisle, you're impeding us being able to do our job. You're impeding definitely an evacuation if we had to do one. The other problem is, God forbid, if they had a cardiac arrest or something and we had to do CPR on them, 
you'd never be able to get them out and into the uh, into the aisle of the, of, of the aircraft. Mm. You know, so not a lot of things to take into consideration. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not just. See, Colm, I, I'm listening to Breed with great interest there, and she makes a huge amount of sense. That you there, have to be you have to be logical. You can't be too oversensitive about these things. There's a lot of sense there, yeah. But I'd like to ask the lady a question. Like, would would she agree with? It going on in Ireland with Aer Lingus, with every plane, like if, if, if this if this business is starting to do this and charge charge people that are overweight, or is is Irish Airlines going to start doing that? And would you agree with it? Yeah, don't say it too loud, Michael will be listen. Come. Yeah, well, <laughs> well Mike, how's it going? Yeah, well, Michael, Michael with his forty houses out the sword, new landlord, he'd be all right. Don't yeah, Good old Michael looking after his staff, fair dues to him. Look, if, if, if it becomes an EASA rule, which is, you know, the European aviation regulations, if they bring in a regulation that this has to be done, we have to follow through. It's not like we have a choice to say... Yeah, but would oh, you agree with it, though? Well, I, I, I think for, for comfort and for safety, I think if you can't fit into a, fit into a normal seat, you should have to buy two seats. That's just my yeah, opinion. What if a person... That's not, that's not my company's opinion. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, this is it's your personal opinion. Person. Yeah. This is my personal What if a person is just 11 stone or 12 stone and they just have to put up a weight from 11 to 12 and then they have to pay extra? No, no, no. Listen, they're talking to people that are morbidly obese. Now, we all know what morbidly obese means. You know, 11, 12, 15 stone. That is fat shaming, Nick. That is fat shaming. It's not fat shaming. It doesn't matter what you call it. That's fat shaming. That is fat shaming. Because... Listen, what you have to... No, no, go, no, go on, Colin. That's go on. embarrassing. That, that's embarrassing for people. Is that, if there's anyone listening to this and they're heavy people and they're Irish people and there's a lot of heavy Irish people that have like, problems, like you just said there yourself now, Absolutely. that have... Yeah. You know, but like, not but that's, 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 How is it I don't, I don't think, I don't think that it should be allowed in Irish airlines. Definitely not, but, but, no. But, but hang on a minute. If you can't fit into the seat that you've bought, so you've bought, say... 3C, which is a nine seat, and you have two people in 3A and B, but you can't fit into 3C, and it's a full flight. What sh- what should we do? I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you were 11 stone and you put up an extra stone in your 12s, mm-hmm. and now you're getting charged an extra tenner because you're 12 stone. Yeah, to clarify for Finn they're not doing that yet, right? No. They, no they're they're saying it's voluntary and anonymous. But, no, but, but Breda, uh, the idea that you know, it does say here the collected data will not be linked in any way to the passenger's personal detail. Volunteer passengers will be weighed with their carry-on baggage and only the customer service agent working at the measuring point will see the total weight, right? To avoid embarrassment. Yeah. But but either way, it would be kind of embarrassing anyway for an agent at the desk to say, okay, could you hop up onto that scale there, please? You know, yeah. all the short is putting a little tag on you like your baggage, you know, with your weight on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know right? And, and, you know, and I think, I think the point Colin is making is if you let the airline away with this, even though it's voluntary, inverted commas, if you let them away with this, well, then what else will we let them away with? Because there's no need for Finnair to do this because they say they have to update it every five years to calculate the average weight, right? But they don't have to do it to passengers getting on a plane. They could just do it in the general population. I agree with you totally, no, definitely. I never said I agreed or what, what thin air had... Or as people are calling them, thin air. <laughs> right. Thin well, air. Like, I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to 
comment on another airline's policies and what they're planning to do. All I'm saying is that safety, no. All I'm saying is for safety. People <laughs> themselves know if you're not going to fit into a seat. You know yourself before you get on a plane. And that you know, and I think logically you should go, well, really and truly, I should try and get two seats because otherwise you're sitting on a flight for eight hours and you can't sit comfortably in the seat. Oh my God. I mean, it has to be in agony by the time you get there for starters. I mean, it has to be so uncomfortable for somebody. Never mind everything else. You know, and and I'm not yeah, I'm not fat shaming anybody, but I do think you have to take the logic, take out the, the the emotional side of things. You have to use the logic in all this. All right, just wait there for a second, Breda. Let me just go to Emma as well. Oh. Emma, hi, how are you? Hello. Hello, Emma. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, you had a bad experience, but what happened to you? Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's part and parcel, a bit of our fault, but we were in Finland over Christmas and then um, we were getting, obviously, our flight home um, and we got to the airport at about half one and our flight was at seven um, and we'd obviously been awake for 24 hours at that stage. Now, we'd had a few tibbles, fair enough. Yeah. But we had checked our bag in, we had checked in everything and we were asleep at the gate and nobody woke us up, woke up an hour after the flight took off. Oh, God. And, yeah, just disaster. Uh, um, right. But we woke up an hour after our flight took off and nobody had woke us, nothing. Um, we didn't really, well, obviously we were absolutely devastated, but like then the only flight in and no, out. With, with, with respect, Emma, yeah. with respect, we're grown adults. It's not somebody else's responsibility to wake us up. Oh, I know, I know. But, but. <laughs> I do apologize. We had our... Hello? We had Are you there, Emma? Hello? Oh, she's gone. Oh, and we missed the end of our story. We got cut off. Anyway, I, I, I was dying to hear the end of the story. Anyway, um, sorry, Brida. Yeah, I don't think it's anybody's responsibility to wake up. But I remember I fell asleep on a train once. I was yeah. going out to Dunleary <clears throat> one morning to work when I was younger. And I used to fall asleep regularly on the train because it's easy to fall asleep on a train. And I woke up in Wicklow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I had to get it. Oh, no, hang on. Here's Emma. Wait, we'll get the rest of the story. Hang on. Everyone on Tenderhook. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a follow your upper on Coronation Street. <laughs> so anyway, you didn't wake up. You missed your flight. Go on. What happened next? Missed our flight, but our bags have been checked in and everything. So like to us, we're like you know to go to the effort of obviously they didn't know our bags to see, but like they had to actually go through everyone's bags, get our bags back off the flight, and yeah. then we. Literally, we're just obviously walking, heads on the ground in despair after the whole situation when we realised. And, you know, where the conveyor belts, like where the bags do be checked or, yeah, or yeah, like in, yeah. the, in arrival. Um, I just looked in the corner and I just seen our bags literally just in in a far corner. Dumped. As in, like, as in nobody had said anything to us. Nobody had nothing. Luckily, because we had just, I don't know, we just assumed that they had been sent to Dublin because obviously we were coming to Ireland. Yeah, no, they don't. They, if, yeah. if you don't turn up your flight, they take your bags off. Don't they? They, they, yeah, they take the bags yeah. off, don't they? No, yeah, for security, you're, you must travel with your bag. If you miss the yeah. flight or you don't miss your flight, the bags have to be offloaded. That must um, be a pain for somebody who's late for the flight, say, running down the gate closes. And that person doesn't get on. So then they have to go into the cargo and take off their bags. That must be a pain. Yeah, well, in fairness now, if, if, if the bag, ha- sometimes they'll start to offload the bag 
if the like you know if a few well, minutes to close. Sorry, and sorry to interrupt. Yeah, go, go on, Emma. My thought on it was like, how like did no like did they not be like these two people that are clearly asleep? Like we were at the gate, like literally at the gate. Oh I right. No, that is on nobody that we were asleep. That is we're taking full responsibility. But well, you know, you for their imagine, own efforts. I, I would have been, I would have gone over and woke you up and said to you, are you supposed to I be know, on this flight? I know, yeah. Then and then when, when we had to rebook our flight, they were, and we said to the lady, she was like, oh yeah, like loads of people are asleep all the time in an airport. And we were like, well, like if you're looking for two people and the, there's, there's two, two people, people there asleep. asleep. At the desk that yeah. you're wanting to go, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have taken a minute just to go over and give you a little bit of a shake and say, listen. Yeah, <laughs> but know? I know maybe yeah. their is not to wake people up. So, like, you don't know what their, their instructions they've know, been given at ground staff. Yeah. The lady had said, she was like, there's people asleep everywhere. Um, but mm. then yeah. we were just like, do you know what? We had, unless we plan on living in Finland, we have to pay 750 euro for a new flight. Right. Oh God. oh, God. By the way, Emma, just getting back, I'm sorry to hear about your bad experience and you're missing your flight over falling asleep, but there you go. Uh, Emma, going back to the original topic, do you think people should be weighed getting on planes? Um, ooh. Ooh. Uh, do they need to be weighed getting on planes? Um, look, for the safety of everyone, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm absolutely do not flat shame anyone, but, like, I think... You know, for the safety of everyone on board, that everything is level and stuff like that. That I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm in absolutely two minds. I do fully believe in the safety and that everyone should be, mm. you know, in the right spot and you know, yeah. weighing. The, you know, the way even when a plane is half full, people like have to move around just to have the the level of the plane right. Yeah, um, the trim. I think Brita no, called it. I do like yeah. Yeah. if it's if, if it's for safety reasons. One, I I do. Uh, do you know what I do? Like I hundred percent. I don't believe in fat shaming or anything like that. But for the safety of themselves and for everyone involved, I do think that we just have to get over it. Yeah, yeah. You just you know like for the for the okay. safety of everyone. Like yeah, at the end of the day, it's not fat shaming. It's you're going. Well, some people think it is. Some people say it's fat shaming. You know what? But I mean, no, yeah. I think that's that's the crazy. I think like if it's if it's down to the airline and they're like, this is the weight restriction. This is you know you have to just kind of take that on board. Yeah, no, no, and I, I do get that, and it can be embarrassing, obviously, for the person. Thank you for sharing your bad experience with us, and ironically enough, in Finland as well. Um, I was going, I'm trying to think of another name now for Finnair. We just came up with Thin Air. I'm trying to think of another one now that to do with sleep, but it's not coming to me. Uh, stay there, Brida. Andrew, hi. Okay. Niall, how are you? Hey this dude. is uh, quite an amusing topic. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good yourself. Yeah, Grant, so Finnair, are now, well, by the way, I don't think Finnair are the first to do this. I think some American airlines have already done this, um, weighing passengers. Well, I'd be surprised if the Americans haven't uh, started it, but um, I actually thought mm-hmm. when you were starting to talk about this, I thought it was Ryanair because I'd read somewhere today that Ryanair do weigh passengers, but they're not planning on actually doing it by, you know, to charge people extra. No, no, Ryanair are not doing it, yes. No, yeah. they don't. No, they don't. Ryanair don't yeah. do it yet. So Finnair no. are doing it. But but again, as you rightly said, at the moment, there's no plan to charge people more. What they're doing is working out the average weight of a passenger. So it's yeah. for their own research, I imagine. Mm. But so I, I, while I was on hold and I was, li- I was just listening, I, I sort of been um, just really thinking my original opinion. But I mean, I just want to say very quickly at the outset that I'm, I'm aware there's probably people listening to us now, listening to you and me or whatever. 
and they might have a weight issue. It could be an overactive uh, thyroid. They might have what's called a food addiction. So where do you actually, if they, if they decide to start charging people extra based on that, there's, there's, there's medical terms to describe what, why somebody might be overweight. And I know an awful lot of people who be overweight who aren't actually happy being like that. And, you know, they might feel isolated then. They feel they... they can I not travel on the plane? Am I going to be, you know, targeted? I'm going to. So I think it is. It's, there's an element of fat shaming there, but it's been done from a sort of a business perspective, um, and I don't think that makes it any more acceptable than it would be if you but went down the street and started pointing at somebody. Sorry, Brita. It's, it's all about safety. It's a safety perspective. It's not a business perspective. It's safety. If the trim of that aircraft. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I, I think in fairness, yeah. Sorry to cut across you. I think I think you know now as well as everybody else knows. If they see an opportunity to maybe up ticket prices, maybe they say, "Oh, we have to uh, we have to work out the average." But really, what they're doing behind the scenes, behind you know, they could work out some sort of algorithm that will actually adjust ticket prices if the the, 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 the flight happens to be heavier than maybe but, the but, average but, but, but would be. So there will be a business perspective no, to it. No, no. What you're missing is these people have already bought their tickets. They're at the airport. They're checking in their bags. And they mm. want them discreetly to raid them. So they've already checked. Yeah, but yeah, but Brita, we're already doing that. If you arrive at an Aer Lingus counter or a Ryanair counter, for example, on an international flight, and your bag is over 22 kilograms, you have an option to start in the middle of the airport taking clothes out and sharing them amongst your friends or to pay the extra. Or to pay the extra. And, and you know, they, they could look at that as an opportunity. Again, that comes out, it's all stated very clearly when you're buying your bag, your ticket, you can buy a 22 kg bag or you can buy a 25 kg bag. Do you know what your weight allowance is before you go? You can buy a little thing now and you can weigh your bag. And there's nothing stopping them in the future, as Andrew's saying that, I'm not saying all airlines, but some airlines will look at a commercial opportunity to on your ticket in the terms and conditions. The price that you've paid is based on an average weight of a passenger of 14 stone or 100 and whatever kilograms, right? And if you go over that, you must pay the excess. So there's there's nothing stopping them doing that in the future. No, I know that, but that would have to be passed under... Irish aviation law here, DIAA, and under EASA in, in Europe and under the um, American Airline Authorities in America. Like, it's not just something, they ha- everything has to be passed by the authorities before it can be put into place. Mm. It's not just, they can't, you know, we, like, it's like you were saying about Michael O'Leary wanting to have everybody holding onto uh, yeah. a bar. He can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's because he can fit more people on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was pure publicity. And Phil he was very clever about it. Oh, sure, he was charging for toilets at one stage. Well, he said he was going to. Yeah, yeah but again, under, under Irish Aviation Authority or EASA, he can't do that. It's a basic right. Yeah, no, he, no he's just that. looking for publicity. I know he was, yeah, sure. So sure, he went as far as saying he was going to provide pay-per-view porn on the TVs and the screens. God bless him. <laughs> I wonder, was he going to star in it himself? <laughs> but, but, I mean, Michael Andrew, Leary, huh? I, I understand both sides of the argument. From Breeders' perspective, working in an airline, I understand the safety regulations that, the, you know, the weight of a passenger is, is crucial to the total weight yeah. of the plane. It's based on an average. And generally it balances out because you've got kids who'll only be yeah. three stone it or does. babies and you've got adults who might be over the average weight. So it always usually balances out. But the problem for the airlines now is, and this is what Finnair is saying, is the weight of the general population is increasing. So they have to now take this into perspective and they have to look at, you know, well, what is the average weight of a person? And if the average weight of a person has gone up, do we have to reduce the 22 kilogram bag to maybe 19 kilogram, you know, to, to overall make the yeah. weight the same on the plane? 
and I, ju- I just think that's exactly what they're doing. I don't think they're trying to fat shame anybody. Yeah. They're just trying to find a solution. Still to embarrassing the all the same. Now, maybe a yeah. better bed, so, better health, and so people are not as... You go back to... Sorry, sorry, years sorry, Brita... Sorry, Brita, can I just say, they might, well, they're not in, maybe not intentionally trying to fat shame people, you can't get away from the fact that there's going, there are going to be people who will feel they've been victimised, who will feel the psychological uh, impact of it. They will feel that, no, well, it's not following, I mean, if you need to travel, you need to travel, but if there's going to no, be sort of, some sort of restriction. Weighing scales, yeah. At, at the de- at the che- check in, it's voluntary at check in. At the moment, no, they're saying at the yeah, mo- okay. what they, the talk, what was at the moment it's voluntary and anonymous. Right. But still, but when you say it's anonymous, they're still saying, can you step on that scales there, please? But the mic, yeah. obviously, that I'm sure they have a section behind somewhere you can discreetly walk in and do it. You're not going to be standing up on a scale in front of everybody else. That would be my understanding of it. But at the end of the day, it's all about safety. You know, this is the whole thing. Like, so if they have to average a pa- yeah, but Frida, you have to you have to step up. You have to step finish. up on those scales. No, 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 hang on, one more time. Sorry, Andrew, go ahead. Just let me finish. Just let me finish. If if if, if people's average weight has increased by say two kilograms or whatever it is. The airline then have to look at ways to reduce the weight. As you said, Niall, reduce the baggage allowance that you can bring with you. Reduce, instead of bringing a 10 kg bag on board with you, you can bring a 7 kg mm. bag on board with you. But it's all, it's, there's no way they're going to have them standing up on a scale in front of everybody that's at check-in. They're only trying to find out a way to average out the weight of the aircraft. And the trim is all important. If the trim isn't right, that plane won't take off. End of. And oh. then you've been a problem altogether. Okay, well, uh, again, I want to repeat, it's only ever happened in history once that a plane crashed because of the weight of the passengers, and that was yeah, and that a was small a plane. Yeah. Yeah. For every 26 or something. Yeah, sorry. Things so, have come on an awful lot since then. Yeah. But, it's, but, but the trim is, is the utmost importance in an aircraft night. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know a few pilots that I've spoken to before, and I, I use the flight yeah. simulator all the time. Sorry, Andrew. So getting back to what you were just about to say there about the, the weighing, the, the weighing process itself. Sorry. Well, yeah, I like I respect completely that Breda works for an airline, and that's why fine. She probably has more of an insight as well. But I mean, if you if you're going to look at it from the outside in, you you have to take into consideration where this might go. I mean, there's weight restrictions everywhere you go. People don't even think about it. You can only have so many people in a car. It's recommended. You can only have so many people in a lift. In you know, lift. there are there yeah. are weight restrictions there. I mean, if you want to take this to the extreme, just say just a hypothetical situation. You uh, you walk up to a taxi, the taxi driver looks at you and says, right, okay, well, we have got an overall and average weight restriction. I'm going to have to charge you an extra euro per kilometre or per mile or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's not uh, beyond reality or beyond belief that you could actually end up in a situation like that because it, all, it will, whether you recognise it or not, Brita, come down to the fact that the airlines are looking at this from a financial point of view. They're looking at it from the fact that we have aviation fuel. It costs so much to get that aeroplane up in the air. There's all the other things that go with it. The more weight that's on it and the harder the plane is going to have to work to get from point A but, to point but, B. So it will come down to a yeah. financial consideration. Okay, but can I just say to you that there's only an, a certain amount of weight an aircraft can, can, can take off with. So sometimes bags have to be left behind because it's that yeah. or we've had to stop we've had to come home from and, Lanzarote yeah. and stop and who is actually going, the way home to And who it. and who will actually and, and it's the airline that will actually have to pick up tab then and pass on the charge to actually get somebody's luggage from where it's been left 
to where the people actually are as well. Stuff is going to have. I mean, there's all sorts of things that are going to have to be considered home, in there. They bring it home. They bring it home as a flight the next. Yeah, but I, I and we do understand the point Peter's making. And I many many years ago, I was on a flight from Jamaica to Florida, uh, going back about twenty years ago, and they had put too much fuel on the plane. Uh, they had fueled the plane fully and put too much fuel. We were sitting on the on the runway for about two hours, and then the captain tells us that he had to wait for permission from the mayor of whatever it was in Jamaica to jettison fuel as they took off. And we were sitting there, and I remember the plane taking off. It was the most terrifying experience of my life. The plane took <laughs> off, and it flew out. The runway is just at the edge of the sea, right? And the plane took off, and, and I was looking out the window, and I felt like it was about three foot from the water. But as we were flying, you could see the fuel streaming out of the wings. And as because they didn't have seemingly didn't have the machine in Jamaica that sucks the fuel back off the plane again. So they had to just jettison the fuel. And as as the fuel was coming off the plane, you could the plane was going up. It's like something out of a B movie. And it was horrendous. It was terrifying. But I understand that point that we just making. I think it's far, as far as I know, it's called the PAC, P-A-C, which is the total weight of the plane, including the passengers, including the food, including you know the the the, the actual physical weight of the plane. It's everything all together. Let me well, let me go to Sharon. Sharon, hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. I just thought of something there. What about when you go on your holiday, say to Spain for two weeks? Yeah, your lighter going over, but you're heavier coming. Statistically, back. that's true. By the way, the airlines will tell you that you're about. They say everybody is two pound heavier coming back on average. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, how does that work? <laughs> well, they they just account for it. They just allow for it. I suppose. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You know. So how are they going to do this? You know, I mean. It doesn't see an average weight, weight, Sharon. They give an average weight to a male. They give an average weight to a female. They give an average weight to a child. So that's they calculate them. They know how many males, how many females are on the flight, how many children are on the flight. So they're able to calculate it from that. So that's how they would have a basic average of what the the weight of passengers are on board the aircraft. Mm. And then you have your, your your whatever the baggage is and all the rest too. Okay. I'm taking on board, pardon the pun, <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, before before I heard you, I was going to say, uh, this is beyond ridiculous. But now that I've heard your point about safety, okay, I can see that. How they're going to implement it, though, I don't know. Because are they going to take people's BMI? Because you know the way to be tall people that would be skinny and to be smaller people that would be bigger and I just don't know how they would do it. But, 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 but I think they're trying to do it at the moment just from what I, I read there on the break I just went in and had to look because a curiosity got the better of me. But I think they're trying to do mm. just get an overall average of what people's weight is now to compare to what it was five years ago. It's, and it's voluntary so I mean I would imagine there'd be a little room you can go in to stand up in the scales and you, you're whatever weight you are. I think it's just to more get a, a database on things rather than See, I, it's not to question. Yeah, but Rita, I have a vision of some young one, you know, at the check-in standing there with a weighing scales. Next! On you get there. No, yeah. no, I'll no, be no, get no. there. Yeah, ma'am. No, 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 no. No, no. I, I don't think <laughs> do they have to? And do they have to wait till you're actually about to get on the flight to weigh you? Like, could they, could they not? No, they do it. 
have From all my that sorted before you get your ticket. No, it's a half an hour check-in. So it's, I, I do believe it's only just to get an, an average overall of what the weight of, of the passengers oh. now is compared to what it was five years ago. And what happens if you leave check-in, go to Burger King and have a big meal? Then you're carrying a few extra KGs. Okay, so I get you. They're not going to actually stop you getting on the plane. They just want to work out averages. for between. want to get an average first so they know what what they need for the trim. What they need for the bathroom. You can live with that, Sharon. But Sharon, everybody's saying that's okay. What Finn are doing. Well, a lot of people are saying, okay, we kind of understand that. And it is voluntary at the moment. But here's the thing, the conversation today, and I've heard of numerous conversations on radio and TV in relation to this, is where is this going to lead to? You know what I mean? Are they look? Are we looking yeah. at a situation, and there are people saying, well, it would be only fair that larger people pay more money than thinner people because they're using up more of that average weight that the plane is allowed to take, you know, and they're using up more fuel and all this kind of, no. and the, these no. are the conversations no. that are happening. Now, I know, Brita, you're not saying that would happen, right? But, you know, Sharon, we've seen stranger things happen. It could be a minefield now. It's like the chocolate bars getting smaller and smaller. Someday oh, they'll disappear. All oh, together. you're not going to believe this, but guess what I have? Guess what I have right in front of me here? Listen, listen to this. Listen, they're very, y'all have to be real quiet, otherwise won't. No, no, listen. Otherwise, you won't hear it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You have to guess what that is. What's that? A dairy milk. You know? Oh wow! Really, you're spot on the money. It is. <laughs> it is a dairy milk. That's exactly what it is. It's a Cadbury's yeah. dairy milk. Cadbury's, please send me in loads because I've just mentioned your name for your charge. Uh, but Sharon, yeah. Brita was talking earlier yeah. on about passengers who are grossly overweight or morbidly obese, as as the word the term is used. Do you believe that somebody who doesn't yeah. fit properly into the seat and can't put the rest down should have to pay for two seats? Um, now, bear in mind, Sharon, you well, could be sitting beside them. And 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 if 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 it's, it's three seats and three seats on on say and on a flight going to somewhere in Europe, and they're and taking and you could be in the middle. Yeah, you could be in the middle. You're in the, you're in the middle. So just bear that in mind now before you answer. Okay, maybe they could have a little section that for that. Mm, no, I don't know. No, no, that that's not realistic. No, that, that's, no. no. Okay, like okay. If you fit the size of two end, seats, yeah. yeah. If you take up yeah. the size of two seats, then I suppose you have to pay for two. Oh, it's a hard, it's a hard, horrible. It, it is because I don't want to be the person to say it to them. We'll say there for a second, both of you, Sharon and Breeder. Let me go to Rosie. Oh. Rosie, yes. hi. Yeah. How's it going? Hey, dude, is it Rosie or Rose? Rosie, is it? Uh, Rosie, Rose, Mamie, Rose, whatever you want to call Remember me. Remember that? What was that song by your woman? Oh, Rosie, <laughs> don't do that to the boys. Rosie, don't do that. I even listen to the girls. And I'm like, okay, I can see what they're going through. But I'm like, maybe they have like some sort of like, uh, some that's going to have medication. Maybe they're diabetic. And yeah. They have like, you know, something that's going yeah, on. Overactive like, thyroid, like, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Heart oh, condition, whatever. Yeah. I was on a, I was on a flight, actually. Hang on, Brita, for a second. Hang on. Go ahead. going to give me a trouble now. No, it's okay. Go ahead, Rosie. I think Frida's going to kill me. Go ahead, Rosie. What are you going to say? Go on. You were on a flight. No, I was on a, I was on actually a flight from London because I worked as a nurse over there. And like, I used to come back and forth from London to Galway because I work as a, like, obviously yeah. a nurse over there. And, I was coming back and like many times like I'd see people and like just anyone and you know it wasn't derogative or any, anything rude like or nothing like that but um I'd come back and 
I know Bree is on the other call, but um, yeah, like I'd see people that have like health issues, like diabetes, whatever it was. It could be like um, DVT, which is defenturibosis, whatever it is. So it's like you can't like you can't really just like rule everyone out. You kind of have to go mm, maybe someone has a condition. Like don't yeah. be bit of an asshole like, you know sorry no, Brita, no, don't be an asshole no, 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 nobody nobody's not I, I, there's we would all Brita, i'm not an asshole no offense <laughs> no no that, i wouldn't think you are not in, not in a minute but i mean no offense yes so people may have health issues and people may have you know and we'll always be told at the door in fairness people are very good you know to say look that i have I'm diabetic or, you know, and we'd always keep an eye on them, make sure they don't get a high or a low or whatever. We, you know, if if, if if somebody is not, you know, has a health issue, that nine times out of ten they'll tell us at the door. It's not about... They don't tell you at not, the door, no, they don't. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Oh, people will come on and tell me they're diabetic. They'll Thanks tell me they have... No offense. And, and, yeah. Uh, well... I, I I work at the door and greet. Why is it weird? I mean, you'd want somebody and to know I if you had a health. I have a lot of friends that work for Aer Lingus and work for Ryanair and work for BMI and work all over the market. And like, you don't really get like to be. Well, if about. if I was yeah, on well, a do. plane, I mean, I, in fairness, yeah. I'd want mm. people to know the latest uh, oh, person yeah. to know if I had an issue because yeah. I'd want them to keep an eye on me. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.